Hello and welcome to Running on Joy with Francesca Goodwin, the podcast that celebrates putting one foot in front of the other in whatever form that takes. This is a podcast that explores how we can live in a more connected, creative and compassionate manner for the benefit of our communities, our planet and our own mental and physical health. I'm your host, Francesca Goodwin, and every week I'll be asking a new interviewee what joy means to them. Running on Joy is ad-free, but if you enjoy the show, please do take a moment to leave a review and give feedback wherever you listen to your podcasts. You might also consider supporting the work of Running on Joy guest Dan Lawson through rubbish shoes and rerun clothing to end the cycle of wastage in the sports clothing and footwear industries. Follow at Rubbish Shoes and at Rerun.Clothing on Instagram for further information. So you might be able to hear some train noises because today Running on Joy is going on the road and catching a train to London to link up with a group of very special people who have been incredible support to the podcast and to me personally the past year. Camino Ultra is a London-based ultra running and coaching crew that put on a unique series of 50k races within London. Since their founding, their mission has been to create and inspire runners to seek out trails in the city, to help skill runners to track and navigate away from the concrete, and to empower the belief that longer runs can help you open up to ways of self-discovery. The Camino crew has been running ultramarathons around the globe for over a decade, but they also appreciate how important it is to look for local-based events that don't have the same impact on the planet we all love. Their intention has been to make it as easy as possible for you to join an ultra by staying local to their home city, with adventure, exploration, opportunity and inclusivity at their core. I'm joining them today to explore one of their Blue Ways routes along London's historical canals. In total, Camino have designed 12 trail routes that get emailed to challengers to complete in their own time. The routes cover all four areas of the city, giving the London Blue Ways subscribers a real opportunity to experience all the best that the city has to offer from a Blue perspective. This in-person meeting with them has been a really long time coming, and I'm so excited to hopefully share some hugs, smiles and miles with them. Meanwhile, I'm going to brave the Midwestern trains to hopefully get there on time, and I'll check in with you when I get to Mile End Station. So I'm just coming through the barriers at Mile End Tube Station. See if I can find some people who look like they want to go for a run. It's always a bit nerve-wracking when you're meeting up for the first time in real life. Previously been offline interactions. The sun has actually come out in London. It is a beautiful day. You can see some people in caps. Should I go round? I'll go round behind them. It's gonna be embarrassing if this is the wrong person. Hey! It's the right person! Hi, so nice to meet Indeed. you. Yeah. I'm good, yeah. Sorry I'm a bit late. No, uh, you, you me look back all. through our history of WhatsApp, your first message from me yeah. in the history of the world is going to be, I'm going to the loo, David. <laughs> 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 this oh, is so babe. cool. And it is so cool, cool isn't it? Yeah. Really, really yeah. cool. Yeah. No, so. Patrick, Patrick has been uh, one of our wonderful kind of green ways and blue ways uh, yeah, from the beginning. Amazing! You're a veteran yeah. at this. Well, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I've been quite lucky to have a good conversation about, uh, well, all of the things that you and I love so dearly. Yeah, but, I'm really but, excited to but, chat more about that today. Yeah, it's going to be no. wicked. <laughs> right, should, yeah. we, uh, should we go off and Yeah, let's do it. Excellent. So we've just had a little stop in the beautiful Victoria Park, which in true Camino fashion, I took a little tumble on the uh, on the canal pathway and David immediately whisked me off the path <laughs> to come and get some first aid. And on our way over, we were just talking about the importance of the blue ways and green ways in 
finding these spaces and little pockets that people might not otherwise be aware of in London. And I just wonder, David, like what your relationship is with these little spaces that are now becoming more accessible, more discoverable by people. Yeah, it's um, actually before I answer your question, friend. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> There's been blood spilled for this podcast. <laughs> That's one true podcast where there's blood, blood on the microphone. And I think. So I mean, just on the on that point you mentioned about um, you know, the assumptions that could easily be made, couldn't they, in terms of this is a you know, a huge London park. You know, surely everyone's been here before. You know, always in total Many people haven't. It's a kind of a really nice opportunity slash responsibility to kind of be asking questions again all the time. You know, checking in on people. You know, have you been there? And do you know this exists? You know, what are the things that you're worried about? Can we kind of remove them, to make them more accessible? So, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Like one of the sort of philosophies we had in the early days was what we were observing is that most people were going to the lakes or Wales just chatting about love trails <laughs> going far away in order to experience something and obviously with a lot of our kind of mutual friends trying to understand you know, our place in terms of um, resources and you know trying to keep certain things kind of local you know what what is already on our doorstep what can we see what can we experience how can we can kind of get the, um, the skills that you know if you perhaps to fall over on the canal <laughs> path now maybe if you'd fallen off a mountain in Wales maybe there wouldn't have been a cafe two minutes away to bandage you up you know but you, you learn these lessons if, if given the opportunity you take this opportunity you know you can learn some incredible stuff on your doorstep to equip you so yeah I think that's kind of a an important sense here isn't it in terms of trying to find people or communities that have kind of already established uh, something quite personal and you know, enjoyable in local areas and go along kind of experience those things and uh, yeah try and get uh, some some nice nice vibes nice joy out of nature yeah, and like you say, it's not just about the space, it's about the people as well. And although my falling over wasn't intentional, it has just really epitomised those interactions that you can have and the real like loving care and kindness that that comes through it. And, and just through going into that space that, as you commented on when we were walking before, like that actually the, the park used to be empty and now there are all these little hubs of communities and incidental meetings between people that really kind of bring your faith back into the real connection that you can have with people in everyday life you know you kind of I came here on the tube and there was people kind of not really interacting or looking at each other and then here people just can't wait to kind of get their hands on you and plaster you up and make sure you're all right and check in and it's it's really lovely <laughs> and we've decided that I'm not going to record on the run <laughs> at the moment so um so we'll uh, leave off here and get back to moving a bit um and then stop and pause and maybe take in our beautiful surroundings again in a moment all too soon we came to the end of the Blue Ways route in Tottenham. It was time to find somewhere to sit down, stretch our legs out and recharge. We came across Living Under One Sun, a community hub and cafe. It was there, surrounded by children laughing, playing and running, people coming together to cook and eat, that we pulled some benches up in the sunshine and we were able to reflect back on the time that we'd spent together and what the journey had meant to each of us. 
but yeah yeah just to try and you know in london it's just an extraordinarily large city isn't it and to be very tribal and only know one quarter to only be an east londoner or only a south londoner uh it's and it's astonishing it still is true i i'm you know i'm you know we're chatting in this instance to maybe someone who's on a blue ways for the very first time and you say to them have you been to victoria park yeah. expecting 95 percent to say yes yeah, yeah and when it's anything lower than 50 you're astonished that someone hasn't been to hampstead or richmond yeah. you know or the world's largest most exotic parks with everything there you know and how you can stitch richmond to wimbledon or you could get on the canal yeah, yeah. And, and even today i mean you two wouldn't have noticed this but i purposely took paths i've never been on so when we were alongside the actual canal, canal boats i've been on the path 10 meters away from it hundreds of times yeah. i've never been slow enough because we were walking when we were observed the ducks mm. to you know literally go a few meters off yeah, from yeah. a path you've always and that something i always say to runners that talk about injuries or trainers and stuff i said like you know that usually when there's a concrete path there's a trail yeah. two meters to the side or there's some trees or something beautiful different and softer ground spongier ground less you know uh, severe feeling than how was it falling over today francesca was how was it falling over that, that was harder ground wasn't it? that was definitely you could have saved ground. it to the softer ground didn't you <laughs> but then we wouldn't have had the story and the opportunity to slow down and yeah. i yeah, think so true. much of what i took from today i mean like you like you were saying just going back to what you were saying about um things linking up like you know we finished the blue way but now we've come here to this beautiful space. It's almost like a community park in itself. Yeah. Um, and I said I wanted some theme music and we found music here, we found <laughs> laughter. And, and then also that, you know, we could have equally carried on and linked up to other beautiful spaces. And yes, yeah. actually, yeah, I kind of turned up expecting, oh, we're gonna go for a run and maybe I'll record along the way. And actually what happened was we found that I'm actually not coordinated <laughs> enough to do both. But <laughs> in the process also slowed down and observed so much more and actually did take those less beaten mm. paths that then brought something new you too as the lead like we we started this interaction talking about trust and the fact that we patrick and i had trust showing up and like you're going to show us the way but actually we all kind of had trust in each other and trust in the process that it was just going to unfold in whatever way it was and we just all kind of thank you so much got lovely coffees arrived possible to get a little bit of milk for the okay. americano thank you so yeah. much milk, thank you what are those things so these wow, are the, what is these this? are pides, a vegetarian pide wow. i guess it's like a flat bread oh amazing um, yeah spinach and cheese so we're now trusting you as well with like with the wonderful food that's just arrived <laughs> <laughs> we've been talking a lot about kind of the responsibilities that come with leading a group or leading um leading an event and things and that also I think in the case of Camino, what I've witnessed kind of from the outset of it is that it's as much driven by the people taking part as it is by you as kind of in inverted commas leaders, yeah. really. Do you feel like that's what it's kind of evolved to be? It, it, exactly, yes. I mean, I feel we, we, we've chatted about this a lot today, haven't we, which is a sort of a, a, a need to um, help people. So I think we're all in agreement that the park run is, is a quite wonderful, established, I call it kind of social prescription. You go to the doctor and they prescribe a park run, knowing that it's local, that you'll be looked after, that there's no such concept of you being the slowest person at the park run. You know, someone's gonna be there to do kind of a, a careful walk version but that when you get to 5k 
you're kind of abandoned. <laughs> and I guess we were at the opposite side of the mountain where we were uh, promoting 50 kilometer ultra marathons and typically just talking to people in that, that niche, that quite small space, uh, and realizing that the, the true power was to be speaking to people about um, how you enter into this wonderful world of, I, I'm calling it kind of trail, trail walking, trail running, and the skills that you can benefit from. So, and you can get those skills by going out for a one mile 5k trail, but you also need some support and guidance to know how you build up your energy levels and your endurance to be able to do something. I might say 25 kilometers, but I might equally be talking about doing something for four hours or six hours. That might be 10 miles, it might be 30 miles. Um, and so I guess, yeah, is it what we're finding with the blue ways is they're, they're a sort of fantastic opportunity to position something that sits in the middle there. Typically, they're anywhere between 10 kilometers and 10 miles. So you've already got an opportunity to challenge yourself slightly more. But you've got all the kind of wonderful infrastructure around you not to worry about it. So, you know, if I was to be going to uh, an event in Wales for the very first time, I'd be very, naturally very worried if I was going to be doing something in the middle of nowhere, lost, abandoned. But in London, I'm kind of cheekily knowledgeable that I'm not far from a from a bus or a <laughs> line bike probably or a scooter or an uber or to call up a friend you know and I think that's fine that's perfectly fine you know and this what what we're trying to do is in the trails is you know you could you could finish one trail and actually realize that another one of these trails are very close by mm. as we saw today when we finished in Tottenham on the north end of the East London Historic Canals, we were actually at the beginning of the Pims, the actual Pims Brook Trail. So someone looking to expand on their you know, levels of running could actually, uh, in a design, do both in the same day, you know, which I think again is a pretty amazing thing to do. And Patrick, you said that a lot of what you've got from the experience of joining, because you started off joining the Greenways and have now progressed to the Blue Ways routes has been that discovering things that are maybe a little outside of your usual routes in South London, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think I think um, I mean David's right about you do feel a little bit tribal in London. You know, it's such a, a big, big city, and you do get a bit stuck in where you are. And I don't think it's necessarily that you feel any sort of real loyalty to that to the area it's not it's not that I don't want to explore the rest of the town but you kind of need the confidence to do so you kind of need you need a bit of guidance about where's safe to go where where's good to go and I think that's that's the thing I found with the greenways and the blueways it's because the, the routes are curated locations that we can explore safely there's you know even whether you do it yourself by yourself or as part of a larger group um, you know there again it's that trust you know, it's that word trust you kind of trust that they're going to be you're going to get an experience which is going to bring value and uh, you're going to enjoy it you're not going to feel any fear or threat about it um, and you're going to get something out of it and through it you know yeah over the last two years I've seen bits of London which even though I've lived here 20 odd years I've never ever seen and ne never never had a, a, a cause or a need to go to these places and yet now they're, they're some of my favourite places in London which is incredible and you know just today there are bits, the little bits which are familiar because I've done it before, but you know, we've ended up at a, at a cafe here which I would never ever in a million years even think about coming into because uh, it's just so off the beaten track um, from what, what I'm familiar with. So it's, it's, yeah, it's been a really valuable experience. Yeah, I think also Francesca that just to sort of elaborate on the point that you already mentioned and Patrick mentioned is that I mean, there, there is also an, there's an opportunity here, isn't it? And it's an opportunity that isn't always kind of recognised, which is the, the power of the community. So one of the things we're, we're so keen to encourage with the Inside of Camino is 
that each individual person has a huge opportunity slash responsibility to share back their experiences because they all feed into the knowledge that's required to keep these trails safe. So, you know, London changes at quite a terrific pace. We're in an incredibly noisy part of Tottenham, which is because it's being built on all the time. You know, one day you'll come down that path and that path will be totally locked off. And if I was an individual runner who had chosen or for different reasons I found myself there at night, you know, I'd, I would be worried, you know. I'd, it's good that, that people can reach out and say, look, I've done this route recently, it's changed, you know, this previously accessible part is no longer accessible or, you know, there's been some horrific dumping of trash, there's loads of broken, you know, wire or glass. You know, the work that the Trash Free Trails guys do is incredibly important around not just clearing things up or helping, but just providing that kind of source of information. So yes, we'd love to say, go to Hampstead, go to Richmond, it's beautiful. But, you know, we need to explore our local our areas, which aren't always perfect. Mm. You know, uh, in order to get to some of these spaces, you need to go through some fairly built up or urban. Interestingly, the route that we're doing Saturday along the PIMS I remember doing it uh, a couple of years ago and uh, you have to go under the underpasses of the North Circular. <laughs> it's kind of the, like the, it's like the least, least green and blue experience that you're going to get, isn't it? Kind of going under the M25 or the North Circular and it's as gritty as you're going to get. And I think like the lights were flickering, you know, it was like a Blade Runner scene. So. <laughs> Again, there's power in being with other people, aren't there? Power of numbers, power of kind of sharing it back information uh, in this kind of constantly evolving space that we're in. Absolutely, and just that kind of voice or hand in the dark that's saying, do you want me to come with you? Do you want me to share mm. this information with you? And that's yeah. something that I've sort of observed, again, from the periphery of the, of the, um, the Camino community. It's that instinctive want to help and celebrate and support each other mm. would you say that that's something that you've experienced Patrick? Yeah totally I mean it, and, and not just on the green waves and blue waves but just on the on the actual 50k's you know it's only through doing um, the Lee Valley 50k last year that I actually thought I could run 50k mm. and that you know I did that before doing a marathon you know I, had, I hadn't done any anything longer than a half marathon before last year but and I think up until then, I'd always kind of felt, you know, I'd love to be able to do something longer distance, but I just don't know that I can do it. But through, you know, researching the Camino and sort of talking to them and, um, you know, you really get an insight in that you know you're going to be supported. You know that actually this is an event for people that have never done these sorts of distances, not just for hardened ultra runners to crack out the best time ever. You know, it's you're going to have a really nice day whether whether it takes you all day or not is not a problem and and that you know it's so nice to have that kind of hand around the shoulder for that whole day and kind of feel like actually it, it's yeah you can you're, you're going to be able to achieve something that you never thought previously that you'd be able to achieve um, so it's yeah it's that again it's that giving you confidence i think is really really powerful I think there's something sort of about identity here as well and how when you're within a community that you feel safe, you can expand in a way that is far more fluid in terms of your identity. And like showing up today, there wasn't really kind of a defined, well, we're going to do this or we're going to do that. We're, we're all on the same path and, and we're just going to kind of be in that space and you don't we talked a lot about kind of the different um kind of running tribes and how they look and might appear um and actually when you're with people you don't feel a way that you need to be in any particular way and is that something that you observe within the community do you see people expand when they join Camino do you think yeah I mean I, I think in the most phenomenal and inspiring ways you know I think if there's one if there's one gift here it's that gift to help people on that first step and to see them take it 
in you know an exorbitant amount of ways you know that's just this the most incredible thing i think we're all part of something here aren't we part of a, a community that's much bigger than individuals and yeah i just really want to kind of encourage that that kind of notion really that you know one of the things that we were discussing today was um just how kind of proud we are when we see um, individuals um, of their own tribes kind of embracing some of these things so it, it may just be that they uh, have already got a kind of community spirit themselves and they latch on to this idea of changing the narrative of it's all about concrete or uh, you know less blue and green spaces and they organize it themselves and that we're just we just observe it you know we're just in the Camino space we're just you know that's a wonderful thing to see when you get people encouraging people within completely different uh, run community vibes um, or we get an opportunity to kind of do things together you know um, inside of these uh, socials you know they're wonderful spaces in order to meet like-minded people and uh, you know come up with new ideas and create some new things Patrick and I were talking today when we Patrick about um, other people in the much wider community that put on in incredible events like Adoram Finn and um, being you know so when we when we do leave our local domain it's kind of interesting to know where inspiring people are doing things you may be on a family <laughs> trip in Dartmoor or Devon or in rugby in rugby <laughs> in rugby <laughs> and you know what's kind of going on in that local area so I think you know I, I would absolutely love this to be the catalyst where people could contact us and say look we're just keen to get the resources just keen to kind of get the knowledge or support for how we can kind of set it up in our local area actually even more than that you know we interesting chatting to the new um there's a new enterprise called into ultra which i highly recommend people check out online it's a fabulous um new initiative where people are you know trying in from their from their terminology that they're, they're finding it easier to find people who want to kind of uh, back and that might be financially it might be just naturally in kind of a support terms so it could be coaching and mentoring and they're looking for people who are looking to kind of create these initiatives but maybe just need a bit more of a, a helping hand you know people with a little bit more experience except it's clearly are times where some financial support uh, is, is very necessary to help people kind of safely get to these type of places and away from them and but a little bit more knowledge of uh, the kit has a lot of amazing kind of kit share schemes that these people are doing so yeah again it's about communication isn't it so about asking questions being curious finding out where these things exist so nothing more than to be able to come to us and just ask these questions in a safe space and let us help where we can try and um, you know, set them up. And there was a word and a concept that you spoke about on the run that really struck a chord with me, which was oscillations. Can you just explain that again, David, because it's one that I, I really loved and I think mm. it kind of gets to the, the real core of what Camino is kind of about, really. Yeah. We, uh, we we were talking. We, we were fondly rem reminiscing about some of the previous podcast episodes, weren't we? <laughs> that you know, uh, I do hardly recommend that people listen to Francesca's uh, the episodes. You know, typically there's some incredible humans that have achieved such wonderful things and quite a variety of things in, in their own space, but. I guess what we were talking about um, fondly with oscillation is that, you know, in a, in a listening to a podcast mechanism, you you lean in to a particular thing. You know, you you're listening and observing to what someone may have achieved in quite a phenomenal athletic pursuit, but you know, you might yourself have a, a more of a natural 
kind of imposter syndrome and say that's not me I don't do those type of things but actually you, you know you you can learn a lot by this idea that that leaning in is the first step in the oscillation so you you lean in you ask some questions you try some things out which is such a fundamental part of Camino but then you take you oscillate to the other side which might be well I've been used to doing park runs but what is this Camino Blue Way or something similar in where I live I'm gonna try it out you you try it some things feel great some things don't work out <laughs> for lots of different reasons <laughs> then you oscillate again don't you you you're you're either physically or mentally or emotionally moving from side to side uh, either thinking about things I think it's a huge there's a huge element here around the positivity of movement mm. and 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 one of our mantras is is never to do nothing never to sit on an idea and go well uh, you know can't be bothered to do you, you must always do something but it's just understanding what that thing is you know often for all of us there's a huge uh, challenge around balance and you can get very stifled by too many things going on at the same time which results in you doing nothing so you look out the window wondering what it'd be like to go for a run knowing perfectly well that it's the best thing you could ever do and you're going to come back from a walk or a run or a swim or a cycle feeling a better version than yourself so movement is good but oscillation is really about nudging those boundaries a bit further so if you've gone to the same park every week for two years it's time to go further than that park you know it's it's if you're just doing a certain type of thing with a certain type of outcome as well time to challenge things you know and, and accept that uh, you know maybe a great example could be swimming you know we were chatting Patrick weren't we about uh, our own relationship to swimming my own personal one was going to lots of swimming pools and kind of getting in a real funk about lane swimming and people swimming fast next to me and never got into that vibe at all and then through Paula I got experienced uh, open water swimming. It didn't take me very long to look around and realize there was no one around me, no one thrashing around my ear, <laughs> no expectation on distance. And I actually like, started to observe the whole kind of cold water uh, frenzy that everyone was getting into. And sort of a friend of a friend mentioned, oh, it actually doesn't sound like you're swimming. It sounds like you're dipping. <laughs> And I went, oh, I'm a dipper. And I actually found I'm quite fond of being a dipper. And I guess come up with your own words and your own, you know, like I said, that's a beautiful thing within the blue waves, isn't it? Today, I don't know what the, any, an observer would describe the three of us, A, when you fell over, and B, when the three of us stood for a few minutes uh, watching the baby ducklings yeah, yeah. around the microplastics. But there's a term for us isn't there we weren't running we kind of stopped and we were you know taking it off into a different tangent i think that is that's such a vital component of the oscillation isn't it don't leave your house go for a run come back and feel ungrateful as francesca's saying every week on every one of these podcasts there's joy there is joy in every single aspect and if that requires you to stop and sit and think about it or slow your pace down or dial into something before you've left the house I think it's a, an absolutely fundamental element of something to kind of connect with kind of connect with that joy and and do the work do the work around it you know because it won't naturally come if you don't oscillate and push those boundaries go to the left try the right come back in the middle <laughs> I love that because it definitely is is an active process and I was struck when we actually walked into the cafe and the lady said oh they're runners and we've been for a run and we said well we haven't really been like that you know that far um so oh, well you look like you've been a long way but actually in that time if I don't I don't know time sort of dissolved as we were we were going up the canal but actually we had been a long way we've been to so many places in our conversation and thoughts of three people who Patrick I've never met 
David I know like but as an online online friend um, <laughs> who now we've I'm so full of joy and gratitude for connecting today on this morning but it, time and distance is really only a concept it's the work that you do along the way and the commitment and the authenticity with which you show up I think um, and as we were discussing about kind of the spaces that there are spaces but they also need people and we need to be in this oscillation between mm. humans and space and the green and and the gratitude that we bring to those places because it's with that love and that kind of reciprocal relationship with which we can then protect what we love as well um, and I know that Blue Ways is sort of doing a lot of initiatives to try and protect those trails am I right with that? It, I mean, it's uh, it's quite stark, actually, isn't it? I mean, first of all, we, we we must keep reminding ourselves that you know Londoners are very lucky people. You know, if I, I I grew up in Lincolnshire, I can tell you if you were in Boston or Spalding or Kings Lynn, you would not have hundreds of theatres and community groups and community cafes and anybody clearing any trail or putting up any sign that you could follow. Absolutely zip, none of this would exist. So again, we need, we need to realize, don't we? You can't just say to people, do something when zero of the infrastructure exists or, you know, that yes, there's huge amounts of potential there, but uh, there's a lot of possible hand-holding that's required to get people into those safe environments or to feel comfortable doing any of this at all so that would be an ultimate dream to kind of get Camino a bit out of the London uh, sort of vibe um, but yeah so I, I think you know it, it's it's we're in a noisy little spot of a very, very <laughs> the noisiest spot in yeah, the cafe. <laughs> of a very mad and wild and wonderful and beautiful city that's constantly evolving. We we've got an opportunity to help shape some of that change. We've got an opportunity to protect the trails, create new trails. Um, yeah, I, I think again that that element, you know. We, it's not to be flippant around the kind of gratitude and the joy either because we also spent a bit of time today talking about the kind of vitriolic hatred that, that exists in social me media. Someone says one positive thing about something in the running environment and there's a, a huge tribe of people trying to put them down, take away from the goodness saying this person's not allowed they're not part of this group they shouldn't be doing this why are they saying that you know you can't share this space with someone else so again a huge amount of efforts required to protect against those kind of uh, negative forces uh, and protect the the power and the positivity of, of the groups that do exist hopefully try and promote the ones that are trying to make a little bit more effort to make something longer lasting you know something that's going to be sticky here it's going to help people be kind of um, positive in their own spaces and their own habits yeah the trails kind of become a metaphor in that sense as well don't they and it all goes back to that idea of protection and trust and care both that we have for nature and the environment that we find ourselves in whether that be a noisy corner of London or, a, or a we've got some potential Caminos over there we have I think we've got to go recruit them over there actually There's some children running around and doing a lot of balancing and it's totally fine we love them um, but also you know the people that we're that we're showing up for and I wonder like this question to kind of both of you how do you feel that you that you've grown through being part of this community and also David like in setting it up in in the first place like how has it changed you personally I think for me I mean it's it's the emphasis on it's not competitive which I think you know I think when you're getting into running in the way that I did so much focus is on competing not necessarily with other people but with yourself to always improve yourself as a runner and all that sort of thing um, which I think is actually you know it's healthy to a degree but you kind of lose sight of actually what 
what's that so wonderful about moving outside and, and discovering new places and, and just under your own steam you know just running from place to place um, but I think also I mean it's interesting that, that idea about oscillations it's kind of I think there's an awful lot of talk about getting outside your comfort zone which I really I don't really like that sort of talk because for me you know having had a history of kind of dealing with anxiety and all that sort of thing there are times when it kind of feels like everything is outside your comfort zone but that's different from doing things differently you know and I think often so much is like do something more and so much of the focus in running is about you know do something more than you've done before go further go faster all this sort of stuff and actually a lot of the stuff that is promoted through Camino is it's all about its improvement in a different way it's not it's not about going faster it's not about going further it's about it's just about doing things differently um, and that's that's what I really cherish you know it's, it's finding finding new ways to explore the places that I live in, finding new ways to, you know, to keep moving in a different way without it being sort of bogged down in recording my times and um, making sure that I'm always improving physically. So it's, um, you know, for that, it's, I feel like there's a, there's a much healthier perspective on my running over the last couple of years through, through running the greenways and blueways and, and the events as well. They're beautiful words, aren't they? <laughs> they are beautiful words. And just, just to pause before you answer, David, just thank you so much for, for sharing that as well, Patrick. I know that so many, we were talking about on our run, are we running away from or are we running towards something? And actually those two things can coexist, Absolutely. I think. And that's something that you did say that yes we can be running from a particular state of mind or a way that we feel but we can be also running towards you know whatever a healthy version of ourselves that can be um, and I'm so glad that you found that with this group and thank you for sharing it. My pleasure. I think uh, I, I mean there's a, there's a part of me with a I guess a sort of a slightly cheeky sort of smile about what Patrick just kindly shared because I think to your to your question your beautiful question there's still big parts of me sort of uh, wrestling with those ideas so I, I get I, at the weekend I was very lucky enough to be part of uh, supporting a few Camino athletes who were taking part in a 145 mile <laughs> race <laughs> from London to Birmingham, I mean, clearly we all recognize that's very extreme, you know. Um, and there's lots of reasons why I'm I'm personally really drawn into that space. But it, it does, it massively challenges the words that Patrick shared that I do believe in, which is that, um, you know, it cannot be all about that. It can't be, a tiny niche silo which is you've got to be able to be able to run extreme miles or you're not part of our club interestingly that's exactly what we were saying a lot of old british running clubs still <laughs> exist yeah, yeah, yeah. as their mantra you're not good enough to be in our cross-country team mm. you know you want to do that that's not what we do yeah. so I think you know it I've personally gone on, on and, and clearly on a very early stage of reevaluating you know where where there's ultimately huge value in slowing things down you know ob observing more about the power of kind of um, movement and micro movement uh, the, the relationship that any of this movement has with your mental well-being and, and those people around you and how, how you can positively influence all of this if you just shift it right back down to a level which can brought, bring more people in and as you said it was a beautiful feeling today isn't it when we entered this cafe having today really walked quite a lot yeah. of the route and seen things we would never have seen if we'd been running but we're all fairly accomplished runners that perhaps could have come into this cafe off the back of a sweaty 20 mile run, <laughs> puffing our chest out, having not been able to chat and not been able to converse and see things. 
and but we'd have had that same experience coming into this cafe wouldn't we but mm. i think it feels better it feels like you know our levels of connection that we've had today what we what we potentially could take away from when we walk away from this and we then therefore have other relationships and other conversations with people i think we've informed ourselves we've we've kind of almost you know we've added an extra level of stickiness to something we perhaps already believed in but it's perhaps reinforced why why we love this and we want others to experience it and that's why it's a pleasure to be talking about it on a kind of podcast because you'd hope that other people would go some of that sounds more on a level with me I've done a park run I'd like to try something else I've achieved a couple of K and I'm hearing some people in the blue ways are looking to do a 20k trail and maybe over a course of many months or longer I could see myself building up at that level but not being an ultra runner it feels a lot more powerful that we're helping you know we are uh, within that kind of space Francesca um, having those conversations it feels good feels right and excited to be having more of those conversations I'm so excited too and it was interesting because on the on the train on the way down I was thinking because there's the question that I ask at the end of every podcast which is the joy question the what does joy mean to you and I thought about it and I think for me it's that dropping a pebble in some still water and the ripples that it creates and for me that pebble is those moments it could be a smile it could be seeing something that's creative it could be something that someone says and it lights that little flame inside you that little sparkle that then sets somebody else's sparkle going and the sparkle spreads and that's what creativity is and that's what connection is and that for me is joy and I felt that so many times today on our walk run observe <laughs> um, it's a new it's a new uh, triathlete <laughs> olympic sport isn't it walk run observe walk run observe um, and it's so, it's so many different things you know we saw we saw art we saw street ducks <laughs> we saw we saw first aid in action <laughs> And all of those things just sparked something in me that was making me think, oh my goodness, I wish that I hadn't fallen over and I wish that I was recording all of this. And then I thought, no, actually, I'm so glad that I'm not because I wouldn't be in the moment with these two magical people experiencing this walk, run, observe <laughs> and being filled with that joy and then being able to come and sit down and just reflect on that and that shared experience just makes those moments all the more magical and for me that's joy it's those moments so now I think I'm going to oscillate and I'm going to I'm going to ask the joy question to both of you uh, well, joy, it's quite a nebulous answer I think for me joy, joy for me is about well, it's quite simply about connection and feeling connected I think that's you know that was exemplified by today actually but you know all those occasions when I feel I'm connecting with other people where when there is that connection but also just connecting with the environment as well that you know that is what brings me joy you know, I can do the sorts of things that we did today by myself and they kind of bring a certain amount of joy but it's it's when you're connecting with a place with other people I think for me that is that is peak joy um, and that's you know that's something I strive for all the time. This is going to be the like so many conversations we're going to have around joy and gratitude <laughs> and everything but Go for it, David. <laughs> I mean, wait, wait for the children to pass. Well, <laughs> I'm just getting I, I think, I think, I mean, isn't this, um, this is an incredible, like, gift. We are in a noisy, noisy, beautiful hub. Like, the kids are actually staring at us, going, what's going on? But I think, you know, the, the, the essence of joy is the untethered nature of kids isn't it 
kids run around adults they shout even when a podcast is being recorded <laughs> they're they're living the dream and what we what we do as adults is we we knock the hell of that out of us and we we get ourselves into the world's oddest funk when even when we're moving like the kids are moving we 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 have the potential to bring it down to its worst common denominator we we can make it joyless we can get our watch out and stare at our watch we can run around the same bit of concrete and we can go back to our air-conditioned homes if we're lucky enough to have an air-conditioned home <laughs> and 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 suck in like you know poison air of like you know non-nature and feel pretty rubbish about it and fundamentally what we experienced today was that the the simple joy of of, of the opposite of all of that 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 you can exist you can find by slightly taking a different path the literal path that we did when we got off some concrete and went onto a trail and then found a smaller trail and then even though that there was a specific route today i took you guys off onto you know the marshland and we saw and that's joy isn't it that opportunity to be in those spaces and like i say to find this where we've we've this is the finish of our blue wave screaming kids living the light that's that's literally the the answer is is right in front of us we just need to tap into that somewhere where we've all been somewhere in our life and we just need to regain it which which running and walking and movement and observation <laughs> in our new sport uh, we can all do so uh yeah come along on some uh, camino events and as Patrick said, you know, the, the joy is therefore multiplied beyond when we do it together. There was a moment when I wasn't sure either you were going to turn up. And that, <laughs> that would have challenged the joy methodology, but I'm so grateful that you did. <laughs> I'm so grateful to the community that is growing around the podcast. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, I would so appreciate if you can share it with your communities and help spread the message of support, perseverance and joy further. If you have any feedback or suggestions for future guests, you can find me on Instagram at running underscore on underscore joy. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time for Running on Joy.